Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. Goodwill will offer thousands of Baltimoreans free Thanksgiving turkey dinners and one of Baltimore's longest-running charitable Thanksgiving feast traditions. And what's really special about this is that this is going to be the first Thanksgiving event since 2019 for the organization. Tomorrow, Goodwill Industries of the Chesapeake will host its 66th annual Thanksgiving dinner and resource fair at the Baltimore Convention Center. They are prepared to give free holiday turkey meals and all the trimmings to more than 2,000 people. The Thanksgiving dinner will be served at the Baltimore Convention Center from 11.45 a.m. to 2.45 p.m. And then they're going to have the resource fair held from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Not only is that amazing of Goodwill, but also thank you to everyone that's volunteering. They're going to have over 300 people that are coming together across Maryland to make it all happen. So thank you so much. Number two. AAA has released their list of the best and worst times to be on the road for Thanksgiving travel. So here is what they say to be on the lookout for. The day before Thanksgiving is always one of the most congested days on the road, but the busiest time is expected to be between 2 p.m. and 6 p.m. on Wednesday. So if you are going to be on the road tomorrow, travel experts advise that you leave before 11 a.m. On Thanksgiving Thursday, the roads will be busiest between 11 a.m and 3 p.m. Triple A recommends being on the road before 10 a.m. or after 5 p.m. to avoid heavy traffic on Thanksgiving Day. So as far as the trip home, a lot of people will be hitting the road on Saturday and Sunday between 3 and 5. So Triple A recommends leaving before noon on both of those days. So if you are going to be on the road this week or on Thanksgiving, just, just remember to be safe and remember to be patient and kind to one another because we're all trying to get to where we need to go to see our loved ones and try to be especially patient this weekend when everyone is trying to get home because, you know, we're also going to be in food coma anyways. Number one. Beyonce is reportedly in talks to produce a $10 million stage show and residency at the MSG Sphere in Las Vegas next year. According to the New York Post, she has already toured the state-of-the-art venue with her manager and mom, Tina Knowles, and her husband, Jay-Z. So if the deal goes through, Beyonce's residency would follow U2's residency. Have you seen those videos of U2's show on social media? I mean, it's just completely mesmerizing. 
rising, and it just looks incredible. U2's residency has been extended into February of 2024, but there are other major artists kind of circling the hot new venue, other than Beyonce. The Post report says Bon Jovi, Paul McCartney, and Lady Gaga have all been considered as well. Regardless of who takes over the sphere next, expect ticket prices to be ridiculously expensive. The first of its kind arena cost over $2.3 billion to build. So my vote is Beyonce (laughs) because I love her. Plus, I just feel like as far as the cultural impact, the Renaissance Tour has already had the production of the visuals and the dancers. I just feel like it would be an out-of-this-world experience. And selfishly, it would give me another chance to see her since I wasn't able to see her when she was in the DMV. But come on, I think, I just feel like she's it. I feel like it needs to be Beyonce. This is Jess, and that's your top three. Do you have any stories that are just completely off-limit to your parents? Because... I have a pretty big one, and it's it's a little difficult to really get around, um, and his name is Garage Boy. And if you're sitting there wondering, like, wait, what? You're marrying this man. Like, you guys are literally getting married in seven months. What do you mean? Yeah. He's off limits. We all, and we all call him Garage Boy. Yeah. I call him Garage Boy. And you, you in the car sitting there, you also call him Garage Boy. Right. Nobody knows this man's real name. Nope. Nobody. Not even our boss. No one, no, no one <laughs> refers to him by his actual name name in the state of Maryland. Except for one human on this planet, and that's who, Jess? My dad. (laughs) So, Garage Boy has been named Garage Boy because when he and I met, we hooked up in my parents' garage the second day that we met in Stockton, California. Also happened to be during my mom's birthday party. There you go. There's your backstory. There's, there's your origin story. That's that's as much as I can share with you right now. Now, when this happened, uh, during the to- at the time, I thought, like, I fell in love. Yeah. Um, but, I, but I mean, no, I did fall in love, actually. I was like, oh, my God, I love him, but th- I can never see him again because this story is just, this is too much. Yeah. And we gave him the name Garage Boy thinking this was just going to be, like, a one-night stand and we would never talk about this again. Super quick backstory. Jess was actually in, she was visiting her parents and she had called into our old radio show mm-hmm. to talk about this kid and I was just like, oh, we're going to name him Garage Boy thinking this would be a, just a, a one-and-done thing. Totally, right? Like, yeah. we'll never talk about but at least we have this one story and this is this is a great story and we'll move on. Yeah, right? fast forward three years later, we're getting married <laughs> and I love him and he's going to be, you know, the father of my children one day. Now, the issue with that is once Garage Boy, once the Garage Boy train started, there was no stopping it. <laughs> But the the number one rule in my family is nobody says it around my dad. And that is very, very serious. And why is that? Because he knows. Obviously, he knows the story. He knows why he has the nickname. And not even in a joking manner... Nobody says it around my dad. Does not like that story. Doesn't it very. In case you don't know Jess's dad, very protective of Jess, right? So doesn't like to. Yeah. Anything to do with that story? Not a fan. And Garage Boy takes that very seriously yeah. as well. He's he very doesn't. Protective. He's very protective of it, and he respects my dad. And so any any you know hint that it may be mentioned, we try to avoid it at all cost. However, we, we ran into a speed bump when my dad visited uh, last month, um, being that our our Wi-Fi uh, is actually. In the garage. So, it's been a couple of weeks because uh, because I was out, you know. We didn't get a chance to tell you the story. I'm like, wait, we have to tell you the story. Mm-hmm. Just sat down with Garage Boy and, like, relived the awkwardness of having to try to hide this Garage Boy story once again mm-hmm. from her dad. Listen to this. I'm talking about it. So you did something that was very unexpected when my dad was in town. You changed the name of our Wi-Fi. Yeah, I did. 
What was it before you changed it? It was called In the Garage. And then you didn't even tell me that you were doing this, by the way, so I was very confused. You went into the bathroom, and then you changed it while you were in the bathroom, and then I thought... I went into the room. Okay. I went to our bedroom okay. and I changed it. So when did you decide to change it, and why did you change it? And why didn't you tell me you were going to change it? When he asked for the Wi-Fi, I was like, oh, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Like, I just remembered he hates that. <laughs> so I changed it immediately. But you didn't even tell me that you were changing it. So you change it, and then it disconnects all of our devices from the Wi-Fi. Like, internet, our phones, everything. And I kept asking you, like, what's going on? What's happening? And then you just changed it to what? Wi-Fi. <laughs> Did you ever tell my dad that you changed it? Yeah, when we were drinking, he was like, I love you, but I didn't hate that nickname. And I was like, that's why I changed the Wi-Fi name when you got here, because <laughs> I respect you. What did he say? He was like, thank you. Give me a big hug. <laughs> so on the first night, my dad gets there and he's like, and he was also working from here. He's like setting up his work laptop, like he's getting everything <laughs> situated and he was like, it's not working. And I, he didn't tell me at all. So I'm like, what's going on? Like, is there an issue? And also the Wi-Fi. Like you just Out of it. all things. And when I'm looking, I'm like, it's not even coming up. It was just the whole thing was so messy. How did you survive before the internet? Like, how did any of us like do anything? Yeah. Do you ever wonder that? Yes, I do. Like, life is so much easier nowadays. Now, keep in mind, I was born in 1983, so the Internet's always been a, uh, at least a big enough part of my life. I would say from college on, mm -hmm. I pretty much had the Internet. You, Jess, you're 10 years younger than me. Yeah, so I was born in 1993, and obviously, like, Internet's always been a thing, but there was a part of my life before I got, um, you know, strangely addicted to it. And yeah. It took over my entire existence. Well, as much as we, we hate on the internet, man, it really just provides us. I mean, I don't even know how we kept friendships going before the internet. Like, how did you well, know? Well, you just had to walk over to, to the house and see if someone could play. And ask them, you know? <laughs> yeah. like, like, if your friend had a baby, like, how did you see pictures of the baby? Did you have to, like, like just, like, drive to their house to, like, see the baby? Did they mail you pictures? Call them on their house phone to see if you could go, come over. Do they mail you pictures? I mean, there's a lot of questions that I think yeah. about. Here's the reason that I bring this up is there is a, a, a TikTok video that I saw last night that I'm like, dang, this girl's asking a really, really, really good question. Listen to this. Hey, this is a genuine question to like older people. What did you do before you could look something up? Like if you saw someone and you were like, oh, they remind me of that actor. What was that? What's his name? Like, and none of your friends knew. Would you go to a library? Like, gen and like, okay, without Google Maps, like, I know that there was MapQuest, but before that, like, genuinely, what would you do? Would you just accept not knowing? I genuinely do not understand how I would survive. Mm -mm. Same. And she's about 10 years young. She's like closer to your age. Unless she's closer to your age than my age, right? Yeah. Like, how did you survive? before the internet. There's so many things now that just seem so commonplace. She brings up a great point. How many times a day does something pop in your head that really doesn't have much significance to your life whatsoever? Mm -hmm. Like, who is that actor? Oh, but or you're like, just, like, curious about something? Well, yeah, what's... Uh, how, how what much year, a, did, yeah, what year how did this much movie come out? does a zebra weigh? Right. And, like, obviously, you just pop on your phone, mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, it's whatever, whatever. Yeah. Right? But, like, back in the day, did you just have to, like, wonder that? Like, if you didn't know what the actor's name was in a movie, did you just have to just, like, sit there and wonder? Like, even let's talk about getting somewhere. 
She brings up a great place. Right now. MapQuest. Right. Yeah. But even before MapQuest. Mm -hmm. So right now, let's let's say you're trying to get from, you know, from Baltimore to Cincinnati. You'd easily just hop on your phone. You type in the exact address you want to go to in zero seconds. There's the exact map. How in the world before did you do that? Yeah. Can we talk to people this morning that grew up and lived life before the internet? Because, like, how did you do it? There are so many things that are so commonplace nowadays that I think that, like, our generation feels are so normal. But, like, how how did you survive before the Internet? Mm-hmm. Will you call us up with some of these things? 410-583-1065. Like, if you lived your life, you know, the majority of it, like, before the Internet. Like, if you had to get somewhere before MapQuest, we're talking to you. If you had to, you know, ever just, like... Look up movie times. Did you have to drive down to the movie theater to and like and see. look at what time the movie was and then drive back home? Oh yeah. And then go back when the movie was showing? Like I I some of these things we just don't know. So hello Terry, good morning. Hi, good morning. How did you survive before the internet, Terry? Well, first of all, the age of technology of course has changed all of our lives. But Prior to the age of technology, if one wanted to travel, I took a trip in my 20s from the East Coast uh, to the West Coast. And we would use paper maps with a yellow highlighter and you would map the route that you would go. One of the advantages of being a triple A member is you could go to the triple A club prior to your trip and they would do a larger map break it down into a little spiral-bound booklet for you at no cost. <laughs> wow, that's and nice of them. And you would turn the pages of the booklet, which gave greater detail of the map. Oh, my okay. gosh. So that's... that's how you would travel prior to MapQuest. That wow. sounds like a nightmare. Am I wrong? Yes. Uh, no, well, <laughs> no. It sounds like a nightmare because you don't know that world. Right. Very, very effectively at the time. Remember... Highways in our country were only built in the 1950s. Well, that's and 1960s. true. Okay, okay, so so for you, you were like, okay, I guess got to turn to page 82 of our trip and our, our spiral notebook to know exactly where we are on, on our you know on our trip right now. Terry, I could never. I would be so terrified. <laughs> that's, that's a great story. Thank you for calling us. Four ten five eight three one zero six five. This yeah. is Layla from Essex on two. Hey, what's up, Layla? Hi. Layla, how did you survive before the... Oh, good morning. How did you survive before the internet? Well, there was a thing called the encyclopedia. I was born, like, kind of in the cusp, so I ended up in the cusp. But my parents lived out in the boonies, and we couldn't get internet because it was hardwired. Yeah. We had an encyclopedia, which was the equivalent. So like um, basically your Google, yeah. But like for example, how bad would you really want to know something? You know, the girl in this clip talks about like, oh my god, who was that actor that was in that one movie? If that kind of thing popped up, did you just have to wonder that for the rest of your life? Because you're not going to go from the farm to to drive into town to like look up like random information. I'm assuming you did. You just have to That's wonder that. Or kind you of could st- look it up on the encyclopedia, or call your friends, the ones that like knew all the 
like the movie buff. Yeah. Like the yeah. Buff yeah. The, that's what the song was all about. That's yeah. a good point. All the time. That makes me that makes me kind of sad because obviously one you're talking to people more, but even I think there are and obviously were people who yeah would go and drive somewhere to a library to find out information, which is something I think just out of pure laziness because we have it at our fingertips that people don't well, do now, obviously. But if you had, that's a great point. It's almost like you had to have a network of friends that knew a lot of things about a lot of different people and a lot of different subjects, you know? So you just call, oh, you know, oh, Molly knows about movies. Yeah. Let me call her and ask her. Yeah. Way easier to Google. Um, what's up, Olivia from Baltimore? Good morning. What's up, Crames and Jess? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know I love a good Crames. The only person, the only person that's ever called him Crames in his love entire it. life. I Olivia, love it. how did you honestly? How did you survive before the internet? Like, what did you do with some of these things? It just seems so easy nowadays. Okay, so first off, your parents were your first resource. True. Ooh. Other than that, you either had to know somebody who knew it, or you just didn't know. Mm. Now you could. That, like you would have to call so like call a place to find out the movie time or something ahead of time and how you would get that number is you would dial four one one information and you could basically call them and ask them anything it wasn't just for numbers right I forgot about that back in the day that's true you could call four one one and like that was that's how you got information kind of like your, your your knowledge source like with, without four one one like you would there'd be so many things you would have literally just no idea how to get. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now. Now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. Number three. With Thanksgiving just basically, what, over a day away at this point, a new report finds 97% of Marylanders say they celebrate the holiday. And the new report also finds that almost 63% of Marylanders will travel for Thanksgiving holiday. So if you will be on the road or in the sky, just make sure to give yourself plenty of time to get to where you need to go, especially for that airport traffic. According to the survey, Marylanders hosting this year are expected to spend an average of 390 
$96 on Thanksgiving food, drinks, and decor. I did not spend money on Thanksgiving decor, but I did spend money on Christmas decor, which will be up for my Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> and the average host in Maryland will also spend over nine hours preparing for Thanksgiving. So do not forget to thank and show some love to whoever will be in the kitchen and help with the dishes. That's right, kids. I'm talking to y'all. I also thought this was kind of funny. Questions answered by the Butterball Turkey Hotline every November and December is over 100,000. And as far as for leftovers, 53% of Marylanders say they eat them for two to three days after Thanksgiving. I am a three-dayer, honestly. Leftover Thanksgiving sandwiches are pretty much my favorite part, like, over anything. I love to get um, the Hawaiian bread rolls, right? And then mashed potatoes and gravy. And then Garage Boy is making prime rib, so I'll put some of that on there. Question for you, though. Any recommendations you could give me for some local bread rolls? I do love the Hawaiian ones, but, like, I'd love to try something else or if you have a favorite spot, because I take my bread rolls very seriously. Send me a text, 410-583-1065. Number two. 50 Cent will not be criminally charged over the August concert incident where he threw a microphone that struck a 30-year-old woman, Brianna Monaghan, in the face. According to a statement, the Los Angeles City Attorney's Office is keeping the case open for a year, but at this time, no criminal charges have been filed against 50. Apparently, if 50 Cent stays out of trouble with the police for that year, the case will be dropped. If you don't remember, the incident took place during 50 Cent's The Final Lap Tour stop in L.A., where he appeared frustrated because he kept being given different microphones and they were malfunctioning and they weren't working. So eventually he got very upset and he threw a fit to the point where he actually threw a microphone into the crowd where he hit Brianna on her head, causing visible injuries to her face and to her head. This entire situation breaks my heart. I know Brianna personally. She is one of my best friends. She does radio in L.A. on Power 106. And to find out this news that 50 will not be held responsible for the head trauma he caused her. Her face was literally covered in blood. I don't know why this is happening. I don't know why he's getting away with this. And now all of the emotional trauma that she had been and continues to deal with on a daily basis is not okay. And yes, she did file a police report, but the district attorney declined to file a battery charge. And this entire situation is just heartbreaking. And she doesn't deserve this. Number one. So we've got Thanksgiving, Black Friday shopping, and Small Business Saturday. And Holiday Hall and Maker's Market is back at Harbor East this Saturday, November 25th from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. The Maker's Market will be featuring local vendors with shopping specials for Small Business Saturday. You'll also get to enjoy live music, bring your fur babies because they're going to have pet photos with Santa, and you can also get hot chocolate and more. And you can get more info at harboreastholiday.com. I love this so much. Obviously, I know a lot of us will be doing some shopping on Black Friday. But don't forget about Small Business Saturday. Show some love to your local businesses. And if you are a local business and have some deals or something special planned for Saturday, text me and I will try to include it in my top three for tomorrow. 410-583-1065. This is Jess and that's your top three. Do you think it'd be a red flag to date somebody that's wearing a wedding ring? <laughs> oh no. This is a, It's messy. I know it's messy. And don't expect it not to be messy if it comes to me, right? Y'all, I, and I'm going to be sensitive with this because I know this is kind of a touchy topic, but like, I got to talk about this this morning. I got hit up by a woman on Facebook, of all things. Most people don't hit me nice. on Facebook, but a listener of the show showed interest. We've been talking back and forth. And of course, what do you do? You start checking out pictures, right? She's a, a single mom. She's got a, a daughter. 
And she had posted some pictures from this past weekend out with some friends. And I noticed that she was wearing a wedding ring. And I... For sure, for sure. For sure. Okay. Like, well... Just making sure. I, well, I didn't know... Because there are decorative. It's true. But it was definitely on her ring finger. So... Some people do wear decorative on it, that finger. It's just true. Saying. But listen, I'm at the phase of my life, especially because if you've listened to the show long enough, I've been burned by people before that have actually been married. Then maybe I'm a little more sensitive mm-hmm. than other people. Yeah. And I'm also in a phase of like, let's not play around. Like, if you're married, let's just talk about this because I don't I don't want this to get, like, super messy, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I literally, I said, hey, I know this is maybe out of line, but I just have to inquire why you've got a, a ring on your ring finger. And I explained, I've had people hit me up that have been married before. Yeah. Uh, she goes, uh, okay, so I know that sounds confusing. I'm actually widowed. Her husband passed away. And uh, it was three. She told me the whole story. It was three years ago, mm-hmm. right? And she goes, "I wear this in honor of him." Oh. And I, and we, we, I kind of was. I, I was trying to be understanding, right? Yeah, that's tough, man. I was trying to be understanding because this is something I've never dealt with before. Clearly, you know, I've never lost a partner, never dated someone that's lost a partner before. Uh, but she says, "I plan on wearing it until I get married again." And I'm like, that sounds... Oh, like while she's dating somebody yeah. else? Mm. That sounds messy to me. When did he pass away? Three years ago. That's new. So, like, it's it's new, but it's not brand new, right? Man, I don't know if you or I are able to say how new that is. That's true. You're right. And this is why, listen, I'm trying to be really sensitive with this. Yeah, man. Because someone passing away... I can't imagine. How long were they married? Is no joke. Seven years, I think. Six or seven years. I forget now. Dude. So, it's and, tough. and everybody grieves differently. But let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. If you met Garage Boy, your fiance, when you met him, and he was wearing a wedding ring, mm-hmm. and he's like, this is from my partner that passed away, would that not seem like maybe this is not something I want to like? I just don't know. With? She says that she's ready. Yeah. Because maybe, maybe she's not. I'm not the first and guy that's, she's and that's okay. She's been talking about like her like dating. Uh-huh. Post, you know, I thought post divorce, but realized it's post mortem. You know. Uh-huh. Would you Would you progress with that or not? Um. That's hard. Yeah. I don't know because it's it's like if that's her way of honoring him, and she wants to take it off when she gets remarried. Remarried. Hmm. Would you feel differently if she was wearing it on a necklace? Does it bother you because it's on her finger? I think, I mean, it would bother me less. Y'all, here's the thing. Here's the truth. I'm like a jealous guy, and I'm not saying I have to feel like I'm in competition with some guy. Obviously, it's passed away by any means. Because you can't be. But it's like, like, are are you truly ready if you're wearing the wedding ring on your ring finger to, like, date somebody and, like, be in a relationship with somebody else? Can we get some feedback on this for a second? How does that make you feel? Like, do you think it'd be a red flag, honestly, to date somebody that's still wearing a wedding ring? And again, I understand, super sensitive. Mm -hmm. And I want to honor that this morning. But like, is that a red flag to you? Let's talk to Carrie. Hi, Carrie. Good morning. Good morning. Is this a red flag, you think? Honestly, I don't think so. I think that maybe, I mean, this lady has a child involved. I think that maybe this was just, this was her true love. She married him, never expected for, you know, for this to happen. And maybe she's just holding on to find another person, not to replace, mm-hmm. but to love just as much as she loved her husband. And in a sense, is 
protecting her daughter. That's what I was going to ask you. Because do you think it's different when there is a child involved? Because maybe to her daughter, if she takes the ring off, that may that might make her feel a type of way. As in, like, are you? Do you not want to remember my dad? Is it kind of like exactly. that? That's a good point. Exactly. That's what. That's the way I feel. I think that she's honoring her husband. Yes, but she's also honoring her child. Okay. Because I know I'm I'm in my 50s and when I divorced um, my, I went back to my maiden name and I felt so guilty because uh-huh. I felt as though my kids you don't have my same last name mommy um, you know are you still my mom that's okay, okay. I, think this is, I think this is an overall respect thing but again I think that that was her true love, and she doesn't want to accept anything other than that in the future. That's my feeling. So, and thank you for your call, by the way. I, you know, y'all, I've, I've had to deal with exes in the past and, like, feeling like I'm sizing myself up. I, I don't know if I'm strong enough and secure enough to date somebody that still... Who's lost like, a partner in general? Well, that's, like, still is, like, has a wedding ring on, like, to, you know, literally till death it was part. Yeah, with all sensitivity, but like, until death to us part. Right? I mean, but I didn't. I didn't think about it that way. And I think that's something to take into consideration. Her daughter. Four ten five eight three one zero six five. A text from the four four three. It's not a red flag. It's healthy to honor her husband that she didn't choose to end the marriage with. When she dates the right guy, slowly it will come off, or even at the new wedding, as a symbol of happy, healthy change to a new soulmate. Hey, Gina from Bel Air. Good morning. Good morning. Do you think it would be a red flag for me to date a woman that has a wedding ring on from her husband that's passed away? Well, being that I lost my husband eight months ago, and I still, thank you guys, I still wear my wedding band, Mm -hmm. and I wear his wedding band on a necklace. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, it's way too soon for me to think about any of that information. Sure. But... I feel that if you're completely open and talk about the situation, you may be able to come to a different kind of an agreement. And what do you mean by that? Well, say you you like this woman, so you want to get to know her. Mm -hmm. As long as you guys are open about your feelings from the get-go, you know where you're coming from and where she's coming from. And where maybe this can go or can't go. Is she just looking for a friend, somebody to hang out with, maybe go do things with? Mm. Maybe not. But she's not looking to get, get remarried right exactly. now. Exactly. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't know intentions. Not finding another love. You yeah. know, not wanting another love. Because as far as I'm concerned, nobody will ever match or be able to live up to my husband. Yeah, yeah. I get that. But 100%. it doesn't mean that I won't want somebody to hang out with, mm. maybe go on vacations, you know, something. Yeah, yeah I get it. Listen, that's, I know that you're going through it right now. Thank you for I, sharing. I appreciate I'm you so sorry. taking no the time problem. to call in this morning and share that. Thank you, guys. I hope you guys have a good weekend. You too. Thanks. There is definitely a red flag for her. She needs to run from Kramer if this is how he already feels. He'll be competing with the dead guy, the whole relationship, and that's not fair to her. Okay, let's let's break that down. This is that is that fair? Like, am am I being, in your opinion, like, am I the red flag here to even question that? I think maybe um, I because. 
it's interesting having this conversation with so many people because yeah. on one hand we're getting we're getting widowers sharing like this is how I grieved right. or you know I still wear my husband's ring on a necklace and everything like that I don't think it's fair to tell someone how to grieve and how they process um, but I think maybe this might just not be something that like you can handle and it, may, it might not be something that you want to do and honestly I don't know if this is for your first time getting back into a full on relationship yeah. maybe if it's something that you need you know, I yeah. feel like you deserve a clean slate as well. And if it's something that you can't do, that's okay. Okay, Valerie from White Marsh, good morning. Good morning, how are you? We're good. I mean, do you think this is a red flag? Um, I was widowed at the age of 32 mm, so and with two children. Um, it took me close to a year to take off my wedding ring. Sure. And I don't feel like I was ready to date or think about dating until I took that step to take that ring off. Wow. Okay. okay, so this is actually important. So, like, when you hear this situation, I mean, again, I'm sorry to hear about your, your late husband. Um, do... Do you feel like then that she's just not ready? Like, would this be dumb for me? Because y'all, y'all know, like, I'm I'm open to it. Like, I'm right, you know, I've, it's been five years I've been single now, post-divorce. And, like, I'm ready to find something for real if it comes along, right? I just, I just think she needs more time if she's wearing her wedding ring. But everybody's different, sure. and you know the woman before about honoring, you know, make sure their children don't forget their dad. Well, my children were two and four when their dad passed away, yeah. so we have a special place in the house with his picture, pictures yeah. with them, with him. And then our wedding rings are set in um, a safe for when they get married that they can use the diamonds from our rings. Different ways to memorialize people. We get that. Hey, listen, I know it's not an easy topic to talk about, but I appreciate you calling in with that. Seriously. You're welcome. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we burned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh. All right.